Okay. I've lost my pick. Hey, happy Friday, guys. It's Friday. Welcome to the West. Guys, we're going to talk about, your, about a lot of things today. Um, let's see. Is my microphone working? Is it? Let's see here. I don't know if I can see the microphone thing. Let me know if you can hear me. I'm going to sing you a song. Check, check, check. It's working. All right? It's working. Guys, welcome to the Midwest. Let's get into it. Actually, I, I have to say right now, uh, a buddy of mine who is French, um, he just recently heard about the, the term, the insult that we have called numbskull, and he loves it. And, I, and I'm just like, I'm blown away at that, and I think that's awesome. Let's see here. Let me check, check, check. I am here. Happy Friday, Brandon. Oh, my God. Let's see. I'm going to sing a song, and we're going to hang out. I'm a little early. I'm a little early today. Uh, let's see. Can I get my camera? If I get my camera a little bit down further. Oh, now I'm dropping stuff. Oh, my God. Here we go. Now Papa Geek's on here. I'm, I have not said what temperature it is. <laughs> hey, brother. Good to see you. Skull. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, Papa Geek. I've got to go. I know I at least need to go an hour today because I did buy, I've got a very special pint of IPA in the refrigerator that I just bought warm. And I've got to wait for the refrigerator to work its magic to cool it off. Papa Geek, in, in, uh, in Sweden, do you guys drink cold beer or is it is it warm beer? I, I, I know in some parts of the world, it's different, uh, different things. I'm glad to have you guys here. I... I'm just in a good mood. It's Friday. We're having fun. And uh, so I'll be taking questions today. We'll have a conversation. I have actually, I've recently been having conversations um, with some people about what it is, like the, the, what it is to be wrong. What does it actually mean? And how do you know you're wrong when you're wrong? And so we're going to be talking about that. Swedes prefer cold beers. You guys are great. I could have beers with you. And hey, let me just say, I, I would, if the beer is good enough, I'll have it warm. <laughs> you, okay, so you say you, that I drink cold beers in the summer and stouts in the winter. And that's, hey, I, you know what? I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Cold brews are great. I've got to say, guys, it is hot. It is hot. You know how, I mean, it's about, it's in the 90s Fahrenheit and Papa Geek for you, that would be like, in the 30s, I think. I think it's like that would be mid to low 30s is what we're having here in the Midwest. So it's it's not a cool day. Um, it's getting warmer and warmer. Anyway, guys, I'm gonna sing a song because I got a song in my heart, and then uh then we can get started and, and hang out. But I've been kind of just messing around. I want to break free. I'm falling in love 
introducing my son to queen and i think there's a there's a good i don't know what the right age to introduce your son to you know the legends of rock and roll is but you know he's about six so <laughs> guys how are we doing today I'm, I'm talking a little bit about you know how, what it is to be wrong how do we even know we're wrong i'm taking your questions we're having a conversation we're just hanging out it's a great friday here in the midwest i've been teaching um I've been teaching college for, for the past two weeks. I've been in class and uh, it's been a while since I've been actually in a classroom. We're doing, and I tell you what, look at this beard. Look at this beard. I just want to say for those of you who are bearded and you have to wear a mask all the time, you know what I did. You know that, look at that. You don't see any hat hair on my beard. And that is because uh, I'm, I've, I figured out how to wear the mask in a certain way that it's uh, that it's not uh, giving me the 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 I don't know the mask beard it maybe is the name of it, but the way we're doing the uh, this semester is that everybody has to wear a mask, and as long as you're in the building. So I am in the building for uh, six hours on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So hey, it's just part of the job. I got to do what I got to do, and it is it is uh, it is crazy trying to. Um, be a professor this way, but that's why I'm so happy. I'm changed into my comfy clothes. Uh, I'm just enjoying the day and I'm here with you guys. And here's the thing. This is a, this is one of those things where this is a tribe. This is, we're part of a movement that, that I'm hoping to see really sweep the world. <laughs> and so, and, and what is that movement? Right. And so the thing is I, what I think right now the world needs the most of is, is one, first of all, kindness, right? We've got to learn how to be kind to each other. We've got to learn how to listen to each other, respect each other. Uh, I don't see a lot of that. And if you go on YouTube and if you go on Facebook or Instagram or anywhere, like all I see lately 
is people talking past each other. I don't pe see people actually talking with each other. I see a lot of people talking past each other. I see a lot of um, people who really um, have no interest in coming out with some kind of a, a, a shared conclusion or uh, some kind of, a, you know, any, any kind of a compromise or, or, or any loving thing. <laughs> So, so this is where, and, and it's like, okay, so what does it have to do with breath work? What does it have to do with Wim Hof method, health, well, wellness, all this stuff that, and, and longevity, supplementation, all these things, which is what this channel is focused on. And the thing is, I, I think, you know, sometimes I think to myself, what is the goal of being healthy? What is the goal of all of this biohacking other than to be able to show up at your best, being able to show up you know, in a way that you're not showing up in the fight or flight. Cause you know how it is when we show up fight or flight. Okay. So the autonomic nervous system, we have, we have two, two, there's two main sides to the autonomic nervous system. What's up guys. I'm going to take these questions here in just a minute. Uh, talking about sauna. Nice. I'm looking forward to talking about this. Um, I'm loving the people in here, guys, if you want to interrupt me at any time, you can always uh, click on the super chats and I will just go straight to your, uh, your question. If not, just hang loose. I got to, I got these awesome thoughts. <laughs> I got to get, get these thoughts out. Uh, but ultimately, you know, what does, what does the, the plight of the world, how, how is it that we can influence the plight of the world with biohacking, with health and wellness, breath work, Wim Hof method, cold exposure, sauna is going to be something we'll talk about in a little bit. How is it that we can actually make the world a better place by doing these things? Isn't that just for ourselves? And, and you know, what's funny is a lot of times we will, you know, and this is how it is in the United States. I don't know how it is in other countries maybe, but, um, but for instance, a lot of times people look at, maybe the gym or exercising or going to a fitness class, a yoga class as something that's some kind of extraneous thing. It's, it's like, for instance, you would feel, you would feel okay calling into work or being late somewhere because you had car trouble, but you wouldn't feel right being late somewhere because you were exercising, which is like, man, that's one of the best things you can do for yourself. And, and, and you need to make time for these things. So, taking our health in taking it seriously, taking our mental health seriously. And that's, that's something that we, we talk about it. And, and if you guys follow me on Instagram, one of my posts this, this week, um, I I'd recently heard that there was an article in um, psychology today that talked about, that said that teenagers today have the same level of anxiety that psych patients had in the 1950s. So I had heard that. So I was researching it to see, I was like, man, that sounds, sounds crazy. And so I found the article. I actually did find the article and, but the article was not dated 2021. The article was dated 2008. I, do you think we are more stressed now or less stressed? Do you think do you think people have more anxiety or less anxiety than 2008? You know, I, you know, so much has happened in the past two years, especially in the past couple well, you know, since, since 2020 started that it's just, it's, 
it's more important now than ever to take our own psychological well-being into consideration. And it's not just for us. Yes, it is for us, but it's not just for us. So for instance, yes, I, I need to be able to go to sport at a function, right? I, if I'm constantly freaked out, if I'm constantly in anxiety, if I'm constantly um, in a state of fight or flight, it's going to wreak havoc on my own physical well-being, right? And so, so yeah, my decision-making, my life, it's going to suck. You know, I'm not going to have as much fun. The other thing is also, how dependent do you want to be on the system? So this is where, this is where I, you know, uh, I, I think we, we look at health and wellness, sadly enough, all too, all too many people look at health and wellness the wrong way, right? So many people, and this is as a, as a personal trainer, as a, a breathing coach, as a, and this is the thing I train, I train people all over the world, athletes, CEOs, military, um, I train uh, first responders, every different kind of different demographic. Uh, actually, I got to tell you guys a story about I was uh, Tuesday. I was in a uh, drug rehab clinic because every month I tried, I always try to give back. And, and so I, I train people uh, in breath work. I do breath work uh, seminars for people who are going through drug rehab. And I've got a story to tell you about that. But to my point, the thing is, when it comes down to it, yes, our own personal health is very important, right? But the thing is also, how are you showing up for the rest of the world? Because people, we need each other. We And here's the thing. We look to each other for cues as to how we should react, right? So we look to each other and we say, well, let's see, um, everyone's freaked out. Maybe I should be freaked out. Or everyone seems to think this is no big deal, so maybe it's no big deal. Or maybe everybody's, you know, everybody's laughing, maybe I should laugh. And we love to believe that we don't do this, but we're social creatures. That's just, that's how humans work. We look to others for cues. It's like, should I be freaked out? I look at other these other people. Now, if you aren't taking your emotions into your, if you're not taking responsibility for your emotions, right? If you are showing up and you're freaked out all the time. Other people, not only is this going to suck for your own life, but it's also going to suck because everybody else looks at you for cues. And then you're looking at them and they're like, well, let's see, he's freaking out. So maybe I should be freaked out. And then both of you start to freak out. And then before you know, everybody's freaking out or, or vice versa, you're shutting down. And that's another thing that we don't talk about enough is how we so often we will shut down our emotional state. We're so overwhelmed that rather rather than like there's a certain certain part of our demographic that we just kind of shut down. We we kind of go to our cave, and so we're no longer contributing to to whatever is going on in in the the, the vast group. And so the thing is, this is where so many of us we we look at the the population. We say, okay, there's eight million, probably nine million. <laughs> people on, or, I mean, billion, excuse me, not million, but billion. There's so many people in the world. How do I have any impact? How do I make any impact? I, 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 there's nothing that I'm doing, but I'm telling you this, the way you show up informs other people how they should show up. The way that you are going through your life, the way I'm going through my life, the way we all go through our lives 
it informs other people. And it, and it's it's about and this is about everything, right? You know, and and obviously you can read into this what you want as far as things that are going on in the world right now. But this is not limited to just whatever's in the headlines today. This is this is everything. How should I behave? Right? So we we have this Brandon says his cave is his comfy place. Well, you know, <laughs> well, it's okay to have a comfy place, but ultimately we we don't want to hide, right? We, I mean, if if you are if you are retreating back to your cave, do you think you're making any progress in your life? Do you think you're contributing to the world, right? And the thing is, I know who you are, Brandon, and I know that you you don't stay in the cave. In fact, you're part of the Patreon club, and just yesterday I saw you not in a cave. I saw you in the forest when we were doing our private once a month live Patreon breathwork. So, so I know you're not, you're, you're just kidding there. Hey, Ricardo. Nice to see you, my friend. Hey, Ricardo. Awesome. Well, Hey, Ricardo. I, I met Ricardo in Poland, I believe. Right. He was, uh, he's training to become a Wim Hof method instructor and, and, and how, hopefully things are going well, be sure to give me an update here. I'm just going off Ricardo. I'm not really going off. I'm not, but I'm, I'm, I think so often I, this is something that I've been trying to explain a lot lately. And it is that when we take responsibility for ourselves, a lot of people want me to get into the issues, right? They, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And here's the thing. I, what I want to push out there is take responsibility for your emotional state, because when you do that, you're going to think better. We make, so, so for instance, when we are in the state of fight or flight, which is a very useful state in some cases, there are some times whenever it's very useful to be in the state of fight or flight. For instance, when you are actually being pursued by a predator, whenever you're exercising, whenever, you know, there's danger, when you need to get away, when you need to actually fight, right? But the thing is, when you're in that state, you are also in primarily a go or no go scenario. It's either do I, do I do this or do I do this, right? It's not a time whenever you're really in the right state for contemplation, for reflection, for creative thought, for listening, for, for slowing down, responding with empathy and kindness. When you're in the state of fight or flight, you're most likely going to fight someone or you're going to try to get away from everybody, right? And so if, if we don't take responsibility for this, then we're, we're essentially, we're putting that energy out into the world. And even though we don't always think, well, the energy that I put out into the world just probably doesn't matter. Listen, man, everyone that you come in contact with is picking up on that energy and they're spreading energy and influencing everyone. So we've got to take responsibility for our emotional state. When we come, when we're able to show up, when we're, when we use breath work, when we use cold exposures, things like that, nutrition, exercise, when we use these things, yes, it's great for the body, you know, it, but the body and the mind are not two separate things that don't talk to each other. I don't know if you've ever seen, have you guys ever seen the, uh, the, the, uh, it, it's basically, they, they take a person's nervous system. If you ever see, a, they, they've got, I believe it's the body works program. They take a brain and the entire nervous system network. And it's basically the entire body, right? You can see an outline of the entire body. 
the way we show up, our emotional state influences not only our own physiological state, but every other person that we're around. And that's because we're social creatures. And this is a great thing too. This is also good, okay? So, so yes, there's the bad thing, right? We can show up and we can ruin things. We can show up and we can bring bad energy with us. Or if we take it, if we, if we use breath work, if we use all these things that we're talking about on this channel, we can get into this state of rest and digest. We can stay calm. This is when we can reflect. This is when we can be relaxed. We can make better decisions. We can treat each other with respect and empathy, kindness. And that also is catchy. That also is something that other people are going to be influenced by. They're going to be like, because we, again, we take cues from every other person we're around. How should I behave? How should I behave? That's we're, we're doing this at all times. And so when you see other people behaving with kindness, it's like, okay, yeah, I guess that's what we're doing now. Right. And that is not because we're weak willed or anything like that. That's just because we're human beings. We get, we get these impulses. We get these signals from other human beings on how we should behave. So how we choose to show up, how we choose to take control of our emotions, of our state, that influences the whole world. That's how we change the world. And it's and the thing is, the problem is so much of the time we want to get into arguments with other people to prove them wrong. And believe me, believe me, that's my, that's my job. That's, the, that's my other job is rhetoric, right? I teach breathwork, Wim Hof method, cold training, you know, check out my books on my website, all these things. But my other job is a professor of English. And I'm not just teaching people grammar. I'm teaching people how to argue, <laughs> essentially, how to use evidence, how to use research, how to synthesize evidence into your own you know, thought process. So anyway, so I'm, I'm not saying or do that, but I'm saying that you're far more likely to change the world for the better by the way you show up rather than just the words you can throw at somebody. And, and cause I've seen this all the time. Do you guys see this all the time? I'm seeing it on, well, I'm seeing it on, you know, I, I think, I think uh, social media has always been a terrible place, <laughs> right. For people to behave, but ultimately lately it's just gotten out of, out of control. I, I have a, a couple friends who recently came back to Facebook. Now, they left Facebook like three years ago or four years, maybe five. I mean, a long time ago. And now they're coming back. So just imagine what that's like. Anyway, I'm going to tell you the story about what happened to me um, when I was teaching the drug rehab clinic this this weekend, or this week, just in just a second. Let's get to some of these questions real quick. Um, C says, thoughts on sauna. I, I heard it's great when you're sick. Same benefits as a fever when it comes to killing illnesses, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. And there is some research to show that when we elevate our blood or elevate our uh, our body temperature, we do inhibit the reproduction of in of any pathogens. So the reproduction of, is, is essentially what we're trying to stop whenever we get a fever. We're trying to inhibit the reproduction of those cells. And that is one of the reasons why we, we have a fever. It's it's a last ditch effort to, to, to inhibit that reproduction of those cells. Sauna is great for your immune system. It's great for longevity. It also influences sirtuins. Sirtuins are um, 
aspects of our of our genetics that determine how our uh, DNA uh, is uh, expressing itself. And actually, I've been one of the things I'm wanting to do a lot with this channel um, is is also focus on supplementation and longevity. So not just and of course, we're always going to talk Wim Hof method, we're always going to talk breath work, but I also want to talk more about longevity because I'm, I'm really interested in that as well. Dr. Um, Elena Saranova, if, you, if you've been following this channel, I did an interview with her. We're going to do some more interviews on other aspects of longevity. And, and one of the things with, when it comes to sauna, you, you activate heat shock proteins, you, you, you activate your sirtuins, um, you're stressing the body for the purpose of making it stronger. So you're, you're engaging that hormetic process. So hormesis is when we engage the uh, certain stressors, we stress the body enough to become stronger, healthier, better prepared to face whatever stressors or other stressors are out there. And this is one of the reasons why we do cold and hot training. It's not so much that these things are good for you. Okay. So, so let's just talk a little bit about hot and cold training, and then I'll get to some other questions. Again, guys, the super chats are open if you want me to skip to your question, but I, I'm having fun. So let's just talk about this. And then I want to tell you about the story <laughs> about what happened to me at this drug rehab clinic. It was kind of crazy uh, on Tuesday. So, so with heat exposure and cold exposure, it's not so much that it's good for you. It's just that you are designed to, to endure these stressors. And when we endure these stressors, it activates aspects of our genetic code, specifically sirtuins. And there's a lot of other things that it'll access and, 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 or excuse me, not access, but influence and activate. And the thing is, the reason why, the reason why it's so important that we go to these extremes is because that is actually how our bodies were meant to work. That's how the vast majority of human history lived in the extremes. And if you go, you know, one of the things I don't know, does anybody like the show Naked and Afraid? I watch that show a lot. I like survival shows, even though I am not a survivalist. Um, and I'm not watching. It's one of those shows that I enjoy watching just because it, 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 I enjoy seeing people engage grit. But one of the things that you'll see on these, they'll, they'll be out in some desert or some place that's insanely hot all day. But then at night, they're shivering cold and they're at risk of hypothermia because it'll dip down, you know, sometimes down into the 50s. I don't know what that is, Papa Geek, 50s. Anyway, in Celsius. Uh, in, in, but it's, it dips down into some cool, very cool temperatures, especially if you're naked and or afraid. And so... That's that was regular life. That was regular life for our ancestors. Our ancestors had to adapt to live in a world with swinging temperatures, extremely hot during the day, extremely cold during the night. And that was life. And it wasn't until we started having the square houses, right? It wasn't until we started to have indoor plumbing and indoor heat and cooling and all these things that we no longer engaged with the extremes that is nature. And so what we're doing when we do heat exposure and cold exposure, it's not necessarily adding something to the human experience. It's reclaiming something that was already part of the human experience but we were missing it because of modernization. Modernization, I wanted to just say, I love modernization. It's the fact, I mean, 
the, I mean, certain aspects really are awful and they're killing us, right? We're, but, but if you've read my book, right? A Practical Guide to Breathwork, I don't know, I don't have a copy here to plug. If you haven't read my book, A Practical Guide to Breathwork, one of the things, it's not just a practical guide to breathwork. There's also another part of the title. It's called A Remedy for the Modern Human Condition. And so in that book, I talk about what I believe to be a new aspect of the human condition. So in the human condition, anytime we discuss the human condition, we're talking about all the things that make us human, the things that we share with every other human on the planet, and that not only the ones that live now, but every human that will ever live, every human that will ever have lived, right? In the past, present, future. So all of our thoughts and hopes and desires, um, our wants and our fears, all of those things that make a human a human, that's our human condition. But I believe we've got a, a modern human condition that we all share in the modern world. And that is the fact that our physiology, our psychology and our physiology are not adapted yet to the modern world. So when it comes to like, for instance, we can have daytime all the time, right? And we know what this is doing to our circadian rhythms, right? But this is we're so removed. We don't even realize what's happening. You go into your bathroom at, you know, maybe you get up in the middle of the night, you turn the lights on in your bathroom and suddenly it's daytime. What signals are we sending to the, to our physiology or psychology? So that's what I call the modern human condition. It is this disconnection between our physiology and our surroundings we are one of the only species on the planet that make major changes to our environment. The beavers are really close. They're probably one of the closest ones to us. Uh, they make dams and they, they, they make their own reservoirs and things like that. We've got them beat pretty well, <laughs> but, but, um, but overall the modern human condition is, is what we're working on. And when we train in the sauna, See, I hope you're still here. If you're not here, well, then thank you for the question. But we train in the sauna. We train in the ice. We train with cold showers. We train with these extremes to not, it's not to add to our health. It is to reclaim aspects of our health that we, we don't get anymore because we're in temperature controlled environments. Like the average person the average person wakes up in a temperature-controlled bedroom uh, in the in the Western world, right? In the modern world, you wake up in a temperature-controlled room. You take a temperature-controlled car to your temperature-controlled work or school, and then you just do the same that you take that temperature-controlled car back home. You sleep in a temperature like our whole lives are temperature-controlled. And yes, we get outside now and then, but it's not really enough to stress us in the ways that our physiology originally adapted to be stressed. So that's why sauna is such a great idea. That's why cold train, it's one of the reasons why these, these things are so great. It's not that it's adding to our health necessarily, it's reclaiming an aspect of our health. That's a great question. Thank you so much, C. If you guys have any other questions or anything else we want to talk about, feel, please feel free to uh, to list them. You know, I got to get a beard cut. I missed my barber appointment. I had a thing. I had I had two things scheduled at the same time. I've been trying to 
I've been working with the uh, United States military, trying to get everything scheduled. I'm going to be training um, our military soon uh, in breath work. And uh, I've just got really busy and I haven't been able to get to my barber. And so this beard is just, I mean, it's getting, it's huge. And my mustache, I'm going to have to start, <laughs> I'm going to have to start really like, I got, well, and Tuesday I get my haircut. So next time you see me, my next live, I should have a haircut. But all right, let's talk a little bit. I, I'm going to take some of these questions here. My friends, thank you for sticking around. Papa Geek and Brandon and Eric and everybody. I hope you're still there. I'm going to take your um, your uh, uh, questions here. So um, so Papa Geek says, I work as a manager. Having my employee employees remote has really took a hit on my management skills. Yeah. It's really not for me. Doing remote work is different than doing face-to-face. -face. And think about that. Think about that just for a minute. I'm going back to the point I made earlier. If you're just getting here, uh, make sure to watch the beginning because, man, I was, I mean, it was just gold. It was gold. It was, not to mention, I, I sang a song. <laughs> you want to hear the song. You want to hear it. Go back, listen to it later. But, <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, we are social creatures, and it is so important for us to, to have interactions. I mean, our, our species developed as small tribes, very small tribes. And it's so hard to, to think about that in today's world. Like, think about how many people graduated in your high school class, okay? And then think about this. The average tribe was probably less than 30 people. You know, the, when we go, when we go super far back, you didn't have these giant groups of people. You had small groups of people and every single person was integrally important. Anyway, back to the, back to Papa Geek. He says he works as a manager. He says, my employees having his employees remote really took a hit on my management skills. Um, it's really not for me. How is it to be working with being a working professor with students remote? That's a great question. So, so here it comes. So whenever, so last year for the, for the 2020, 2021 school year, I was 100% remote. And so I was actually, I was actually prepared for it to be a total nightmare. And so I was like, okay, these poor kids, they are not going to be able to pass. They're not going to pass the classes. They're going to just, you know, um, it, it's just going to be a nightmare. And what's funny is there, it, it all depends on the student. The students that were really successful were the ones that they bugged me all the time. And we did, I, and so I, if you're a professor, you're required to do office hours. So office hours are times whenever it's unscheduled. Uh, there's, you're not supposed to have anything going on during that hour or so. And you're supposed to be in your office and the idea is that the student can drop in at any time during those office hours to ask questions, to you know, chat. Sometimes students just want somebody to talk to. And when you're a professor, you're, you're not like in the social, um, you're not in that social, you know, sphere and they can just talk to you about stuff. I have, you know, actually what's great this year, I'm teaching breath work in my classes. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about that. I'm not teaching crazy in-depth stuff, but I'm, I'm teaching them some techniques because, man, they are, they are more stressed this year than ever before, and especially because we all have to wear masks. But going back to your question, when I was teaching virtually, it was one of those things where 
as long as the student kept up, as long as the student would like try to stay in contact with me and I tried to make myself as available as possible via Zoom, they did pretty well. And I, you know, I knew that there would be some students that would, and what was some students forgot they had the class, right? Because for a lot of us, we need a place to go in order to do the thing, right? And for a lot of us, it's like, okay, I need to be able to go to the classroom or to the office in order for me to even remember this. It's part of my routine. And so for a lot of people also, if you're at home, it's hard to work for home, from home for a lot of people. For a lot of people, it's very difficult to work from home because you've got all of the things that distract you at home. All of your fun things, all of your guitars are at home. All of your video games, all of your TVs or whatever, they're at home. So for a lot of students, they really had a hard time with distraction. Um, for me, it was one of those cases where I would say, okay, let's turn to page whatever in our textbooks because yes, I still use textbooks in my, in my classes. And a lot of people would be like, what page is it? I'm like, it's page whatever. And then what page? And it would be so nice. What I can do whenever I'm face to face with him is I can actually go over and say, it's this page, right? <laughs> I can't do that whenever I'm, I'm doing virtual. So there's, you know, now the nice thing is about virtual is that, you know, since we were all virtual, there was no rule that you had to wear a mask so we can actually see each other's faces. So it's so hard for me because, you know, you guys know me well enough now. I like to make a lot of jokes. They're not great jokes. They're not great jokes, but they're jokes nonetheless. And, <laughs> and I like to make them. And so it's really hard for me to, to wear a mask because I'm making these jokes and I want to, you know, in, and, I, and so much of communication is nonverbal, right? 80% of communication is nonverbal. So, you, you know, when you're wearing a mask and you make a joke, all they see is this, you know, and they don't know if you're smiling or laughing or anything like that. Well, thank you, Eric. Eric says they're great jokes. You're the best, Eric. So my, my students, they, I, I try to make as many jokes as I can just, just to keep, keep the class from, from dying of boredom. Uh, Today we covered, actually, just to let you know, to, yeah, if, if you're if you're wondering what we covered today, today we covered the narrative arc, how to tell a story, right? And so what I was really, really happy to see is, oh, you, oh, that's the joke. That's the joke. Your joke was that my jokes are good. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. I see how it is, Eric. <laughs> no, but I was telling, I was, basically I told everybody about, how to tell a story, right? The narrative arc. And, um, because it's really important thing just in life. And then of course, as you're, as you're writing essays and, and, and trying to prove your point, you want to be able to tell a story well. And so, um, I, I was trying to make references to movies and I was very pleased that most of my students had seen Rocky four. Why is Rocky four the greatest Rocky of all time? Why is Rocky four the greatest? It's because there's not a lot of dialogue. There's mostly the reason why Rocky four is the greatest Rocky of all time is because there's not a lot of dialogue. There's like big, muscly dudes fighting. One's taking steroids because he's the bad guy. The other one is taking steroids, but not in the movie. In the movie, he's eating eggs, you know, out of the, you know, he's drinking these eggs and being America and he's going for the gold. So, <laughs> 
Let's see, Baba Geek. Baba Geek, thank you so much for your contribution, my friend. Let's take a look here. He says, thanks for picking up my question, but also the last five, uh, the, the last live session, uh, and I, let's see, one method to reduce stress. If you're, in the, if you're in the club, you know what I mean. If you are with me when cooking food every Friday, yes, you are with, I'm with you, you're cooking food. And what are you cooking tonight, Papa Geek? I'd love to know what you're cooking. Um, thanks for the good vibe and energy. Well, thank you, my friend. We have to spread it around. The world needs, and it's, here's the thing, the world needs us spreading positivity. There's plenty of negativity. You know, let's see. The movie is good because of the, of the Swedish Viking, Dolph Lundgren. Exactly. Dolph Lundgren. Why is he the one of the greatest? It's because, I mean, well, just Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, doesn't he have like a master's degree in, what was it? It's like, he's some kind of a biochemist or something like that. I don't, I don't know exactly what it is, but somebody tell me, Dolph Lundgren is a scientist of some kind. Like he, he, he might've even been gotten almost like he, he did graduate work in some kind of a high level science. And then I think he got, he, he was dating this one uh, actress who was also like pure muscle. And then she got him into, um, she got him into uh, the movies and the, the rest is history. Flying Jacob is a Swedish casserole. Flying Jacob. That's the name. Okay. Flying Jacob is a Swedish casserole composed of chicken. I like cream. I like chili sauce. Now we're talking bananas. Interesting. My Midwestern palate is now a little confused, but there's some sweetness in it. So that's going to be cool. And it's, and Hey, bananas are full of potassium. All sorts of good roasted peanuts. Excellent. And, and bacon dude. Okay. There's nothing on my do not eat list there. Papa geek. <laughs> awesome. So, so yeah, so I've, I've been teaching my students now that we're in, um, face to face. The problem is with face to face, it, it doesn't feel like face to face because everyone's wearing a mask. So what I've been doing, it's insanely hot here, but I'm like, you know what guys, would you rather? So what I've been doing is I'll, I'll try to uh, get the lesson. You know, I have to, he was a chemical. Yeah. Okay. So that's right. Dolph Lundgren was a chemical engineer. I I've always found that to be awesome. Um, but yeah, what I do is I'll say, okay, students, all right, I know you just want to talk about verbs and gerunds and nouns, which we, I don't, I don't teach grammar. I, I teach rhetoric, but I say, guys, would you like to come outside? We'll find a shade tree and I will teach you some breathing techniques to help with stress and help you to focus. Because here's the thing. I, I, I don't feel like I'm doing them any good if I just I want to do what's good for the person, right? I, yes, I have to teach them English. They, they, they need to know rhetoric. They need to know research skills because God knows that's, that, that's something very important for the world, right? We need to know how to do better research and we need to know how to speak to each other and write to each other more clearly and more effectively. That's great. I need to do that and I'm happy to do it. That's part of the job. But I've been taking them outside and teaching them some breathing techniques as well. And one guy came up to me after class today and I was, I was just, it just kind of made my day. He's a, he's a, um, uh, a veteran of, um, one of the many wars that here in the United States we've had. 
and so he's a, he's a veteran and he said, you know, these breathing techniques have already changed my life. This is just week two of the semester. He's like, I wish I would have met you a long time ago. And I was like, that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing. And it's how, we do, right. If I would have gone into it, like I said, guys, this is what I do. This is an, another part of who I am. I want to share this with you. And I told him guys, even if you don't want to do it, just come out and give it a shot. And if you don't like it, you don't ever have to do it again. But this is just something I want to teach you. And the nice thing was the students felt like they were getting out of class, right? So they, we got to go outside and guess what we also got to do? Cause we were outside taking the mask off, right? We got to see each other's faces and smile at each other and say, oh, there really is a human being. And it was so great getting to do that. And so I'm, I try to start some of these classes off saying, Hey, remember that technique we did before let's do that technique. And then we'll get into this class because students are stressed out. I mean, young people are, it's, it's such a different world. I can only imagine trying to figure out who you are, you know, and not, not to mention, imagine, is, is anybody trying to date and there's all that uh, masking going on. I mean, <laughs> it can be dangerous. It could be dangerous. You might think, you know, hey, you're pretty good looking, right? And then, then you get you get the person in a, a private place. They take the mask off. And you're like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> so it, it has to be. I, I can only imagine what it's like. You know, I I'm I, I'm I, I I know who I am. Right. I know who I am. Um, I'm married. Right. I've, 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 you know, I'm, I've been alive long enough to hopefully, hopefully develop a little bit of wisdom. And, and I, I just really feel for these kids. So, so that's what I've been doing uh, in my classes. And it's just been different. And Papa Geek, you know, if you're, you're still managing people online, one of the things that I would recommend doing is, um, is, is like practicing a little bit. So, so what that can mean is basically not being all business all the time, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, we're human. And I think that's one of the downsides of the world that we're in right now is, is that so many of us have forgotten, Hey, these other people are human beings just like I am. And, and because we're behind these screens, behind our keyboards, and we forget that other people are human beings too. And so, you know, it's, it's important to show personal interest and, and it's the first thing we forget, I think. And, and it just getting, kind of giving you as much as I can give you based off of, based off of my experience is that when you get that, when you do the zoom meetings and things like that, a lot of times we get businessly fast. We, we forego the formalities, the soft touch things, and we get straight down to it. And and it leaves us um, forgetting that we're human. And the other thing that it leaves us doing is we start suspecting what the other person thinks about us uh, without actually knowing anything about what's going on in their lives. So it's it's one of those things where you got to do it the right way, you know, but try to show interest. So, yeah. So lastly, I, I want to tell you guys, I was in um, the a drug rehab clinic Tuesday 
and I each month I go back to this particular one. I do a lot of I do a lot of work that I can't show you guys. So if you follow me on on Instagram or Facebook or on YouTube, I can't show you a lot of the work that I do because there's privacy issues. And I don't want to, you know, put anybody in any bad space. And I'm not the kind of guy, not the kind of guy that's like, hey, would you take my picture while I'm teaching people who are going through drug withdrawals, right? <laughs> I mean, so so I don't I don't get to share this very often, but I want to tell you guys. So I was I was doing a seminar and we were, I was training people, okay. And I have inside knowledge on drug rehab because you know I Sadly enough, I, I had 10 years of opioid addiction in my life, and I know what it's like to come off of addiction. So I'm in a very, I'm in the perfect position to help people getting out of the situation. And so it's so funny too, because they're like, they can't believe I've ever, they're like, there's no way you've had these addictions or anything until I start nailing, hey, this is how you're feeling right now, right? And when you woke up, this is, this is how you're feeling. And this is something that's in the back of your head. And, and, and this is how it aches. And I can, and they're like, oh my God. And, and the thing is, they look at me and they're like, okay, you're healthy. And you're not, you don't look like you're having problems. I'm like, you do not have to let your addiction be with your whole life that you live. You can, you can live a new life. You are in charge of your life and your decisions determine your future and your reality. And so I, I, tr well, I try to make sure to, um, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, I think we're good, but so I try to make sure to, to keep that in my seminars. But anyway, so I was given this seminar and I was, I was just wrapping up. I was like, okay, okay thank you so much. You know, the, 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 the clock was about right to stop and, uh, the director comes up and whispers in my ear, the police are surrounding the building. <laughs> uh, you need to just keep talking. And um, because the, we're not really sure what's going on, but it looks like they're going to try to take somebody down into custody. And I was like, oh my God. But really, the, the, you know, so I was like, okay, I guess I'll just talk about breathing for as long as I can. And you guys know me well enough, even if all you've done is listen to me for the past, looks like hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> that was like, okay, let's talk about it. So we talked about why we yawn, what hiccups are and all this stuff. And, um, I told stories about, you know, things and, you know, and then eventually the director, it, it was like 20 minutes where this was going on. And I was like, kind of just looking around, I was hoping they weren't going to break the door down and take somebody out who, who was in my seminar. That would just, you know, you, <laughs> you kind of form a bond with the people you're, you're training. And, uh, and so I was like, oh, geez, well, at least they'll have a few breathwork techniques in prison or jail or wherever they're going. But fortunately they didn't break down the door. And eventually the, the director kind of gave me a thumbs up and I was like, okay, guys, <laughs> have a great weekend, you know, have a great week or what? I guess it was a great week. Uh, and so, yeah, it just goes to show you never know what's going to happen. And that's where breath work really helps because if you get freaked out, you're not going to make good decisions. You're not going to be able to perform the way you want to perform. And so taking control of my breath, taking control of my emotions, you know, that's, that's how I got through that. But Hey guys, I wanted to say thanks for being here and a big thanks uh, to Papa geek for the, uh, for the, uh, super chat. I really appreciate 
um, you know, th these things are what keeps this channel going and it's, it's very, very well appreciated. I'm actually considering guys and while you're here, let me know if, if this would be a good idea. I'm considering doing some breath work sessions where I just take donations. So a lot of times I'll go and, and I, you know, in the community and whatnot, and it's like, you know, it's like $15 or so to come to a breath work session but I'm thinking about, hey, on Super Chats, we could just do it, have a global thing, and then donations, whatever you can, you know, donate. Maybe we could do that. I don't know. Does that sound good to you guys? Um, let's see. Papa Geek says, at least someone in this stream was looking through their window right now. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. The police might be coming to, to get you. You never know. <laughs> Papa Geek says, do it. Uh, Kelvin says, yeah, I, I think that sounds good. Awesome. So, so having a, a nice guided breathwork session. And here's the thing: if you're in the if you're in the the Patreon club, you're already getting a lot of this stuff. But this could be another thing to to do as well. Um, I've been I, in the Patreon club. I've been I, I've been we've been practicing a lot of shamanic style breathworks, um, things that um, are somewhat altered state as well. So um, it might be super super you know some maybe some new things and um, some maybe things that you're not used to doing, or maybe it's stuff that you've done before. Uh, Sadarshan Kriya, things of that nature. Uh, so Brandon says, yeah, buddy. Eric says, it, uh, I would be in at times. Well, hey, you know, you can't make them all. But anyway, so that's something to kind of look out for. It's probably coming in the next few months. Next month is going to be crazy busy. And the thing is, I on my schedule, you're not going to see anything on my schedule. And it, the reason for that is I've been hired by the United States military to train troops how to breathe. And I can think of no better way to spend my time than, hey, the people that we put in harm's way, I want to make sure you can process those emotions. So I'm going to be doing that next month um, and uh, and training them. And I'm also, I've also got a, a few other keynote speaking, uh, a few other places where I'm going to be speaking. Um, and they're all private events. Um, right now, it's also kind of an awkward time to schedule new events um, just because of all the things that are going on right now um, with you know what. Uh, so I don't have anything on my schedule until January. Now in January, I'm going to be going to Wisconsin with James. Uh, and I'm just saying, if you want like the, my favorite, this, and I, it's like my favorite cold place to go um, with uh, when it comes to Wim Hof method check that out. I'll put more details. If you haven't signed up for my newsletter, make sure to go to jessecoomer.com. Sign up for the newsletter. All the details will be emailed to you. Guys, have a great weekend. Please like and subscribe, share, all that other good stuff. And don't forget to go out there and be kind to one another. Have a great weekend, guys.